with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This is a time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhardt wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhardt will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6 p.m., right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Remember, you can take the show with you anywhere with mobile apps like the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Also, um, the uh, Nash FM 106.1 on uh, the uh, World Wide Web, along with ericasher.com. Uh, don't forget about our podcast. is on the Anchor app, but it's on all major app, um, podcasting platforms. So you got a chance to go check it out on your favorite podcasting platform. And, of course, today on the program, we've got a pretty jam-packed show for you. Uh, we're going to hit a lot of the college games today. As yesterday, we really spent a lot of time on the pros. Um, Gary Smith of uh, NOLA.com, The Advocate, uh, The Wave Report, uh, he will join us at 410. Uh, we'll talk Tulane with him. Uh, we'll have Ali Cassell with the Bird Rights talking about the Pelicans at 435. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com at around 515. Uh, he'll join us talking about the LSU Tigers. Both LSU and Tulane scrimmaged over the weekend. We'll find out from both those gentlemen uh, what happened at the scrimmage. And, of course, what's happened thus far as they're both preparing uh, for their season openers on uh, September the 4th. Uh, the Sooners are coming to New Orleans, and the Tigers are heading out to Pasadena uh, to take on the uh, uh, UCLA uh, Bruins. And, of course, it's uh, going to be a really big uh, weekend uh, in sports uh, down here in New Orleans and, of course, across Louisiana with those two teams opening up. All right, uh, don't want to remind everybody, we've got a big week um, uh, for the award-winning inside New Orleans sports. Uh, a, a true icon, a legend, will join us on the program, Ro Brown. Uh, just in front of his uh, induction into the Louisiana uh, Sports Hall of Fame. He will be our guest on Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Uh, also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. 6 p.m. on LAE is our first broadcast on Thursday night. 10 p.m. on The Deuce. That's WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on WLAE. 2 a.m. on Saturday morning on The Deuce, and then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. That's every Saturday afternoon. Don't forget also, folks, um, you can check out the program uh, at ericasher.com, also on the WLATV YouTube page, and on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter and Eric Asher on Facebook. All right, with that said, uh, just a couple, I want to tell you what, let's, uh, let's head to the guest line. Let's talk a little Tulane. I got some headlines for you a little bit later on the program. We'll talk about the schedule release, where the Pelicans are not found. Traquan Smith returned to uh, camp today. Uh, so, uh, and, uh, of course, uh, don't forget also about uh, the, uh, the mayor uh, announcing uh, the shutdown of businesses that do not comply with the new vaccination negative test mandate. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit in the 5 o'clock hour. Look, I've, I've said it before. This is, this is something that, again, from, from the standpoint of uh, the, uh, the city, uh, a possible shutdown, uh, you got to believe that uh, it's better to have a situation where you have to show a negative test or, again, that you've been vaccinated rather than shutting down the city. And that's where the direction the mayor was going. So, again, with that said, but it's a lot of pressure now on businesses to be able to make sure that they're carting people as they hit the door. Uh, and, of course, maybe some pushback from some of their, um, from some of their customers. The city's also going to, going to step up 
And um, if businesses are having problems with staffing, because this is going to be tough. I mean, again, you might not have enough staff to be able to have someone at the front door to be able to uh, to check uh, uh, the uh, vaccination um, if someone's been vaccinated or, or if they have a negative test. Uh, they're actually going to uh, allow businesses to contact the city's uh, Office of Workforce Development uh, to find workers, and the city's going to cover the first six months of their wages. So, wow, that's interesting there as well. Uh, also, if you're uh, traveling to Los Angeles uh, for the LSU-UCLA uh, game, you're going to have to mask up for the stadium. Uh, there's no doubt about that now. That's happening in Los Angeles. Everything, Every event that's uh, over 10,000 uh, people uh, will now have to have uh, masking up, so you have to mask up inside the Rose Bowl. Uh, Tulane, it was reported there by Ross Dellinger, Following the mayor's mask uh, vaccination negative test mandate, lost 27 of their 11,000 season ticket holders. The good news is 27 new season ticket holders stepped up to take their place. And the Saints have announced that uh, they are not offering any refunds or opting out this year, uh, any of those options for those that are not vaccinated and want, re- want refunds. So if you're not vaccinated, you have to be in a situation where you better either get vaccinated or negative test or sell your tickets because the, the Saints are not giving any type of refunds. And uh, you kind of wonder right what Marcus Williams was thinking, but now you kind of see why. Not that he's, he's even in the same realm with this guy, uh, but uh, Jamal Adams, uh, former LSU Tiger, now a Seattle Seahawks, has signed the largest contract in the history of the NFL for a uh, – for a safety, four years, seventy million dollars. Uh, that is thirty-eight million dollars guaranteed. That's seventeen point five million dollars annually. Now, if you remember, Marcus Williams had had a contract on the table with him for the Saints uh, that would have paid him among the highest safeties in the NFL. I'm not sure what those numbers were. I don't know if anybody knows what those numbers were exactly. But he turned it down, feeling that again maybe he could get a bigger contract next season. We'll see if that, how that plays out. Because look, we've talked about a lot of the dead money that the Saints have next year. Uh, plus players that they're carrying on their roster this year that uh, have, have in the past renegotiated their deals uh, that have allowed them to be able to, again, have cap room. Well, those, those players are not re-signed. And, you know, Toronto Armstead is a big one. Uh, then there's going to be cap there's going to be cap consequences to that. So I'm interested to see, again, how that plays out. And, of course, we're going to talk to Alec Cassell about um, the NBA schedule tease, where, again, the Pelicans last year were all over national television on Christmas Day, etc. They're nowhere to be found. And maybe that's a byproduct of, again, how the Pelicans played last year. Maybe that's also a byproduct of, again, how they uh, have rebuilt the team during free agency and the draft. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. And, of course, I mentioned Traquan Smith back at practice today. But, again, no word on a new kicker uh, for the New Orleans Saints. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, I'm going to try to catch up with uh, – uh, Gary Smith of The Wave Report. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If your AC breaks down, and again, we're looking at uh, the hottest temperatures of the year coming up this weekend. Now, look, on one hand, you got to say you're, you're happy about that because that means, again, no tropical disturbance, no tropical weather for us because of this high that's kind of blocking everything. But it's going to be hot, brutally hot. And it's a weekend. So, you, again, if you, your AC breaks down, I want you to think Burkhart. It's easy. ACpromise.com, ACpromise.com. Everybody's got a smartphone, tablet. All you're going to do is, is, again, tap on onto that website. That'll take you right to the website, whether you're on the North Shore or South Shore, I'll give you the number to be able to call. But know this, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, Nate certified technicians, only doing the work that's necessary. You call, they'll be there. They answer the phone 24-7. AC breaks down, think Burkhart. Think acpromise.com acpromise.com. 
you're over the never-ending New Orleans summer heat, it's hot. Then you're one of us. It's hot. Welcome to 1061 Nash Icons Never-Ending Summer of Nash. I mean, let's be honest. We all prefer Nash country over 106 degrees. Let us reward your battle against the heat with some of the hottest tickets in New Orleans. It's all about having a good time, right? Every weekday while you work with Scott Innes, you can win tickets to Florida Georgia Live. This is how we roll. Luke Combs. Church. All you gotta do is put a drink in my yes, one Nash winner will get them all. Get the code to text every day while you work. Stream us online at NashFM1061.com. Then turn it up loud. The never-ending summer of Nash. Only from New Orleans Country Giant. 1061 Nash FM. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's Nacho Fries are back with Fry Force, an action-packed anime flick about a team of heroes fighting to save the world from fry monsters. Experience this cinematic tour de fries yourself and get the Nacho Fries at a participating Taco Bell location near you for a limited time. Delays remain steady if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Stump Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. If you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway, look out for delays that are steady on ten, on uh, along the westbound side along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Be mindful of delays on 10 eastbound right at Orleans. Also look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. 
Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. We talk Tulane football now with Gary Smith of the Wave Report, Noel.com, and also the advocate, Times Picayune. Uh, Gary, welcome to the program. How are you today? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Learning my kids going to a different school now, so it's been interesting, um, the picking up and uh, and all of that. Oh, so, uh, that there that you caused go. Some problems. <laughs> let's let's get started. Let's talk a little bit about the scrimmage over the weekend. You had a chance to put eyes on on, on the on the greenies. Tell us what you saw. Excuse me. What was that again? Sorry. I said you had a chance to be able to watch the scrimmage on on Saturday. Tell us what yeah. you saw. Yeah, um, it was a typical Willie Fritz scrimmage. Um, it was kind of disjointed a little bit, but that, that's normal. He does situational scrimmages. He doesn't do the old-fashioned scrimmages where you can really get a flow going, but that's the way he wants it. Third, it's third and eight, one down, second and four, the next down, sometimes regardless of the play, and they'll start series over. They rotate quarterbacks and units by six plays at a time. But what I saw is what I've been seeing in most of preseason, which is a defense that looks like it's going to be pretty darn good. Um, obviously, when you're going against your own team, it's always subjective a little bit. But the one concern on this, the biggest, one of the biggest concerns on this defense going into the year was the pass rush when you when you lose your all-time sacks leader in Patrick Johnson and you lose a, a bookend like like Cam Sample on the other side. But their pass rush looks really good. Um, transfer from Memphis, JoJo Dorsey has sort of been unblockable in, in, in the preseason. Um, he, he was a three-year starter for Memphis, a productive player, was from, from New Orleans, got um, had to leave New Orleans and move to Texas after Katrina. Um, you know, his mom is, is from here. He wanted to come back for his final year for his grad um, transfer year, and, and he looks really good. Um, and, and they've got pretty good depth there. The, the former John Curtis star, Angelo Anderson, was dominant in that scrimmage. He had three sacks in the span of four plays. Um, they, they're just they just look a lot better at the defensive end position than I anticipated. And when you add that with their four star, four excellent linebackers coming back, it's a defense that in the front six, front seven, it, it looks loaded, and, and that's a good thing to see. Now, again, playing devil's advocate for a moment, is is that an indictment on the Tulane offensive line or how good that defense is looking? Yeah, I don't think it is. In this case, again, that's always the issue. When when you're going against your own team, if one unit's looking good, the other unit isn't looking that good. But in, in the case of JoJo Dorsey and Angelo Anderson, they're just really tough to block. Um, the offensive line has handled the other guys fairly fairly well. It's a, it's a certainly the first-team offensive line. I don't think it's an issue for this Tulane team. Um, you, you've got um, just stand out. Joey Claybrook is an excellent left tackle. Corey Dublin is going to set the school record for most starts at guard. Um, and uh, in, in his most starts for any position period, and since here Haynes was at center, they're solid. Um, and and, and uh, so I don't think in this case it's an indictment of the offensive line. Tulane's, Tulane's got better depth than has in the past on the offensive line. That's still a question, but I, I think the starting unit for the, for the offensive line is, is pretty solid for Tulane. I think this is more a case of the defense looking better than I expected up front than the offensive line being in trouble. 
first and second levels you said looked pretty good. How'd the back end look for the two-lane defense? Yeah, it was a little hard to tell because the pass rush was pretty good, and the pass rush makes any secondary <laughs> look good. Um, but but they were they were solid. Um, again, as I told you last week, the, the biggest concern on this team right now is, is the wide receivers, and, and then they, they were a little limited Saturday because Jaquan, Jaquan Jackson has them, had a minor injury, injury and didn't play, and he's their, their, their best playmaker on offense. So they weren't really being challenged a ton in the secondary considering as much the way the pass rush was operating and with, with Jaquan Jackson out, but they, they certainly, they had a bust on the, on the third play of the, the scrimmage. Um, tight end Tyreek Tyre James got wide open down the sideline uh, uncovered. Apparently that's a chip long special. He has, a, he, he loves to involve the tight ends. He did something because he knew what the defense was going to be running there. After that, the defense didn't really give up any big plays and, and seemed to be in position, but that, that one's the one where I, I'll need more to really get a good time. They're, they're scrimmaging again this Saturday and, and mm-hmm. supposedly going to scrimmage the following Saturday. I'll get definitely a better read on the secondary in, in those two scrimmages than I did in the first. Your thoughts on the play of Pratt and Ibietta? They were solid. I mean, Pratt... Pratt played pretty well in the scrimmage. Again, it's hard when you're when when the pass rush is like it is a lot of times, but he, he didn't make any any mistakes. For the most part, he was accurate. I would not say he's had a great preseason camp, but I'll tell you there's no there's no real such thing as a gamer. Um but last year he looked pretty poor in preseason camp. <laughs> that's that's one of the reasons he didn't end up being the starter at the beginning of the year. And then the second he came in off the bench against Southern Miss, it was like the light went on and he was a different player. He's a little bit better, I'd say, in games than, than he is. And, 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 um, and, and But he, he'll definitely he, he'll need a little more help from his wide receivers because, again, they dropped about three or four passes in, in the scrimmage. And it's hard for any quarterback to look great when he's making – perfect passes and and they're being dropped his backup Justin Ibietta threw an absolute gorgeous rope down the sidelines to a backup tight end Reggie Brown who, who the coaches are pretty high on um, put it in the only spot he could catch it he leaped to catch it and dropped it on the way down those are the tight plays that Tulane just absolutely needs to clean up before the season starts Gary Smith of uh, the Wave Report, also uh, the advocate in TimesPicayunola.com is with us. Tajay Spears, how do he look? How's he coming back from his injury? Yeah, first first carry he, he made a sharp cut gained six yards ran hard again we're not going to know really about him until the season starts until he's being tackled regularly as to whether he's favoring the knee as to whether he's concerned but in practice he looks terrific um, he looks explosive um he, he looks like his, his old self but it, you know it's not easy when you have an injury that serious it's it, it's I'd say more often than not, the player is not the same right away when they're coming back, and we won't know with him until the season starts. But he's certainly done everything possible to put himself in position to be the same player that he was before. How about special teams? How'd the wave look? Yeah, they look fine. They, they, they did some short field goals before the scrimmage um, started. Merrick Glover made four of his five fields. Nice little thunderbolt there. Um, but uh, and um, they they you know they're not really doing live drills though on special teams, so it's it's, sure. it's, it's hard to tell. Ryan Wright has a terrific leg. He he led the he was 11th in the country in punting last year. Led the AAC. He was a little inconsistent at times. That's what he wants to improve on this year is to not have the clunkers along with the boomers. But but he looked good in the scrimmage too. Gary, um, when um, we we talk about this every week, and I'm going to continue to ask about it because it, it's really going to be huge for the AAC. Any word on any again possible expansion of the AAC yet? Excuse me, I didn't miss that again. Sorry. 
any 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 uh, word on the on possible expansion of, of the American Athletic yeah, Conference? No, no update right now on that. Look, this is gonna nothing's in it on that front. This is all going to depend on what happens with the with the Big Twelve down the down the road. Does the Big right. Twelve implode? And that there's there's been no progress on that front one way or one way or the other. As I said, is I, there talks I behind think, the scenes right now still yeah, going no. ongoing? But, between yeah, the sure conferences, there's behind the scenes, but I don't. <laughs> there's nothing that the AAC can really do at this point. But b- believe me, Mike Oresco is on the ball, the AAC yep. commissioner. So there's okay. definitely talks behind the scenes going on on this, but but nothing concrete at, at this point. And you wrote a little bit about this, and, and and I find it interesting, especially for a private school like Tulane. That you, know, you and I have talked about this in the past. You know, you got so many alumni that own businesses from around the country, and, and again, name, image, and likeness—how that's going to affect Tulane. I think they're going to, they're going to be in good shape here. But how are they so far? And, and are we seeing players getting involved in NIL? Yeah, we, we are um, certainly. <laughs> um, um, Michael Pratt has Deuce, Deuce Watts has and Cameron Carroll, three of Tulane's most marketable players on uh, on offense. Um, that they, they all have an agreement um, with with um, with um, to, for for name, image, and, and likeness. And 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 uh, you know, it, it, it'll be interesting. Tulane is Tulane's doing everything possible. Um, obviously, they can't do anything directly, but. Um, the main thing is Tulane's become relevant in football, and 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 that's that's what helps. If, if Tulane were still going three and nine, four and eight, and stuff like that, there wouldn't be too many nil possibilities for the players right now. Um, right. But uh, and, and when I talked to them, it was really they, they've been they've been they've been coached well on that front because I could not talk to a player when I did my story on it last week where they didn't talk about how they wanted to make sure it wasn't a distraction. Um, every single player, that would be one of the first thing they said that, that, that they're happy that the rules have been changed so that they can profit. But that the most important thing is getting ready for the season. Yeah. You know, some of that is, is, is talking points and stuff like that, but, but sure. I, it, it's a good feeling when you hear that. I didn't hear it. It was just the first thing out of just about every player's mouth. And a lot of that comes from, from, from your, leader and michael pratt is the team's leader on the field he cares about winning so much and that and that makes a huge difference what you got coming up for us in uh, in in the paper and of course how folks can subscribe to the wave report yeah hope hope to soon have a feature on jojo dorothy the, the memphis transfer but he's been a little hard to uh to get to come in for an interview at, at this point so i had to do a i had to call an audible today and i've actually got a feature that i'm just putting the finishing touches up on on, on tyreek james the the tight end i'd say he's been pretty good at tulane in his three years he started every game last year caught 19 passes but he's capable of a whole lot more um he's capable of being a big play tight end and and, and it's just being more consistent being a better blocker yep making sure he makes the catches when it matters, stuff like that. And he's got <laughs> his, his, uh, his chip long was a tight ends coach at, at Notre Dame and Memphis because he wanted to be the tight ends coach. That's how much he cares about the position. He's not the tight ends coach here, but he, he said he's put a huge, he says that tight end in his system may be the hardest position to learn. Um, and if, Tyreek James is focused and is ready at the start of the season. I think he can have the the, the best season that any Tulane tight end has. I, I think he's a heck ages. of a player. I really he, do. He has a uh-huh. lot of talent. I'm, a lot, I'm talking uh, just, you know, the last time. To, Rodney Holman, 1979-81, right. was, was an absolute <laughs> stud at tight end. Yeah. This guy could be their best tight end since Rodney Holman if, 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 he, if he focuses and plays the way he's capable of in the chip long system. There you go. At Gare Smith on Twitter and, of course, the Wave Report. If you're a Tulane fan, you got to subscribe. Thanks so much for the time. We'll check in with you next week. Thanks for having me on the show.
Gary Smith, uh, Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll be right back. We'll talk some Pelicans with Ali Casello, the Bird Rights. Hi, Eric Asher with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opera. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have, like, the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no. As a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. You take steps to stay healthy when at the pharmacy picking up vitamins or filling a prescription. May I help you? Take another healthy step right now and ask the pharmacist how Prevnar 13 can help protect you from pneumococcal pneumonia, a potentially serious bacterial lung disease. If you're 65 or older, a trip to the pharmacy is a lot more pleasant than a trip to the hospital because of pneumococcal pneumonia. Help protect yourself with the Prevnar 13 pneumococcal 13-valent conjugate vaccine, diphtheria CRM197 protein. Prevnar 13 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 13 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 13 does not protect against all strains of the disease. Stop by the pharmacy today and ask about Prevnar 13. Learn more at Prevnar13.com. Don't get Prevnar 13 if you have had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with a weakened immune system may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-866-694-9300 or visit Prevnar13.com. Hey, don't forget about my friend at Southern Tire. That's right, Southern Tire has some openings. That's right, if you're looking for employment, you're looking to get with a company where you can grow, 
They are looking for ASC certified mechanics, also general service technicians. They can handle oil changes, tire tire changes, and of course they're willing to train you as well. Uh, Southern Tire, been around since 1972, owned by the Piazza family. It's an opportunity for you to get in on the ground floor, especially if if you're looking to be trained or if you're an ASC, 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 certified mechanic. Again, uh, the wages are comparable with anybody else uh, in town. Uh, that's uh, Southern Tire, where, again, uh, the largest selection of tires in the city. Uh, of course, uh, financing is available. Wheels as well. And, of course, uh, the same diagnostic equipment that you can get at the dealership, you get right there at Southern Tire. They're ASC, ASC certified mechanics. Uh, again, uh, go through the same training as all the rest of the mechanics around the, around the, uh, the city. Uh, so if you're looking for a company you can trust, which is the key with your vehicle, right? Think about my friends over at Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. They have openings. You're looking for a job? Think Southern Tire. That's Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right, Alec Cassell joins us on the program. Special thanks to Gary Smith for joining us to talk a little Tulane. We talk some Pelicans now with, uh, with Ali. Ali, how are you? I'm doing good, Eric. How about you? Doing, doing really good. Good, good to have you as always. Looking forward to this conversation, uh, especially with everything that's going on. First of all, um, the rumors about Josh Hart, three years, thirty-eight million. Has that been signed yet? No, from what I hear, it's not official yet. Um, and we always get notified by the Pelicans as soon as it mm-hmm. uh, becomes official. So, haven't gotten that email yet. So, but I'm expecting this, right? I mean, Adrian Wojnarowski and Andrew Lopez, both of ESPN, wouldn't have mentioned it on Twitter had it not been close. So, it's just a few more details that need to be ironed out. Let me ask this question: Is that is he being signed to stay? Or is he being signed to be possibly moved in a sign-and-trade? My guess is it's both. Look, this Pelicans roster is not up to the standard that we thought that David Griffin would have it in shape for next season. So you've got to be able to at least bring in somebody, considering you've got space available both from the standpoint of the roster and, of course, under the salary cap tax line. And apparently Josh Hart is the one that's, Basically, that's still left and that's viable and makes sense for the team. So from that standpoint, yes, I think they needed at least to do something, if not to trade him at a future date. But also, let's not forget, this is a really young team. So while Josh Hart isn't, you know, the prototypical two-way type of player that I think nobody wants to see play 25, 30 minutes on a good team, he's still a valuable contributor. And we saw that last year between his rebounding, his effort, and sometimes his offense he can really help teams on certain nights. So the Pelicans are going into next year, right, relying on apparently what looks like a lot of rookies, a lot of young guys. Yeah. So having yeah. Josh Hart back actually helps, I think, from that standpoint as well. What are you hearing about, about any possible sign-in trades or anything on the open market? They still have the MLE, right, and they have the $17 million trade exception that they can u- utilize to go out and still get a player. Um, there was a lot of talk about Buddy Heal. That looks like that's evaporated. They still need shooters. What are you hearing? Yeah, so Eric, the problem is they are now up to 15 guaranteed contracts. So in order to utilize any of that space that's left, right, I think of the MLE, uh, only a little bit was spent um, yesterday on uh, on uh, Herbert Jones' contract. And, of course, he's making, I think, about 1.5-ish or so right. million per year. So that still leaves Pelicans with close to, I think, uh, 8 million of the MLE. So that's a good sum. But like I said, the problem is now they've got 15 guaranteed contracts. So you're going to have to move off at least one or two of them 
if you plan on bringing anybody in as a free agent. I'm with you. I would have liked to see maybe a Paul Millsap, maybe somebody else that you know can help and fill a hole on this team. But as it stands right now, I'm not expecting it. I think they're going to sit on that money and um, look to facilitate a trade at some point during the season. And once that happens, then they'll have the ability to, say, two or three players go out and only one marquee guy comes back like a buddy healed. Then you'll be able to use that money to maybe lure some players from the waiver market or if there's some free agency you like. So chances are, like I said, I don't think they're going to use up that sum, even though it's sitting there for them right now. They uh, gave a little sneak peek at uh, the NBA schedule um, uh, today. Pelicans are nowhere to be found in terms of national television uh, appearances. Your thoughts? Yeah, I'm sure you're not surprised either, Eric, right? Two years in a row where Pelicans have been put on a lot of national TV games, especially early in the season, and both times they haven't lived up to uh, billing. Uh, Zion Williamson didn't play in that first year, missed the first, you know, 40-some-odd games, and that really hurt from the standpoint of the NBA and trying to draw a nice attendance to those uh, viewings. And then last year, Pelicans, again, woefully underperformed. So looks like the NBA now is doing the right thing, and they're going to make the Pelicans earn their way into some of these national games. So I wasn't surprised by the Christmas Day schedule, but I am a little bit surprised they're not anywhere on a marquee game on opening week because guess what? It's still Zion Williamson. Yes. Uh, the problem is, again, maybe, again, they're not too enthralled with the supporting cast. Uh, they were waiting for that, that big splash, and it just never really happened with the Pelicans, which leads me to the, the, the next uh, uh, question because Pelicans did not make the championship game of the, of the Summer League despite being one of the better teams in, in, in the Summer League. Uh, it's Boston and Sacramento. They'll play Minnesota tonight. Uh, again, both those teams are undefeated as well. Let's talk about the the, the ability to tra- to translate the games of those players that are in, that are again are on this roster, they're on the summer league roster, I- into an NBA game. How NBA ready are some of the players uh, like Trey Murphy, uh, Herb Jones? Uh, we know Najee Marshall is NBA ready. He played very very well last year. Kyra Lewis. Um, again, I'm just kind of go down the guys that were on this team that that are going to be on the, the on the on the parent club, and. Uh, how, the ability to be able to contribute right away. All right, Eric. So you've already mentioned Najee, and you're right. He, he proved himself last year. He's done nothing to dissuade that notion in these summer league exhibition games. So I think he's without a doubt going to be one of the nine, ten guys in uh, Willie Green's rotation. Don't know whether he'll start or not, but that's what training camp's going to be exciting to see how those rotation spots, especially the starting uh, guard positions, how those get filled out. Uh, but yeah, as for the rest of the guys in summer league. I've really been impressed by Trey Murphy. I think he's going to, he should be in a rotation next season, whether he starts or comes off the bench, because he looks more than just, you know, a three point shooter to me. You know, he has shown he can rebound the ball at a great clip, much better than Brandon Ingram, who's similar in height and kind of the body type. Um, but I've also liked his passing. I've liked his mind for the game and the competitive will. And it's really shown up on the defensive end. And then especially in, in that game against the Golden State Warriors where he went toe-to-toe with Jonathan Kaminga several times. And guess what? He won more times than not. Uh, so that impressed me considering Kaminga's bigger and stronger than Murphy. But he held his ground, played smartly, got a couple steals and blocks, I think, in that game. And he showed to me in, in the other games as well that this guy can play two-way now. And so, yeah, you don't look at what, who's making baskets or who's, who's hot in Las Vegas, but you look at what they can do on the court. Well, I think Trey Murphy's ready to play NBA minutes now, just based off what he's done in Las Vegas. Right. So between he and Najee, definitely expect him in the rotation. After that, it gets a little bit dicey. Uh, Kyra Lewis, he's been steady, 
but he hasn't wowed me enough to where, you know, you feel confident giving him even backup point guard minutes because the Pelicans have now Devontae Graham and Thomas Sadaransky. And we can't really dismiss Garrett Temple if Willie Green wants to rely on him at all early in the season. So Kyra, I think, still has a little bit of work to do in training camp. Uh, but outside of him, I'm not expecting anybody else. For instance, Herbert Jones, chances are he's probably going to see a lot of the G League, at least through the first half of the schedule. And he showed it. Great competitor, great defender, but he, he, he can't even finish around the rim consistently. And I saw it all, through all four games thus far. Mm-hmm. So he's got to work yes. on his offense a little bit more. And then for the rest of the guys, Pelicans have a couple two-way guys. Got to expect they'll be in the G League almost certainly mm-hmm. most of the time, except maybe in some garbage minutes for New Orleans. So it's not, it's not groundbreaking news, Herrick, but at least you, we have seen some guys, like I said, that are capable and should be in the rotation next year, headlined by, of course, Najee and Trey. Yeah, I, I did want to ask you about Didi Lozada. It's one of the ones I left out. Yeah, Didi, you know, I, I, I like his effort. We all do. Um, and, and he has shown the propensity to actually look now for both playmaking a little bit, where he's dribbled the ball a lot more than he did last year, and trying to make a play for others. But, you know, it, that's the only thing he has really shown me. He hasn't shown the ability to get his own shot. Um, and, and his three-point shot still looks like it needs a lot more work. So I'm not expecting him either to see uh, any rotation minutes through the first half of the season. And I hope that he plays in the G League because he's a guy that just needs to spend a lot more time just playing basketball. It shows mm-hmm. that he's really got to develop, develop something offensively still. Talk about Tomas Sadarnansky, what he brings to the table for this team. I like American, and I think because of the lack of you know landing Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul, somebody of that ilk, you've got to have somebody that's a steadying veteran presence that's a ball handler, and Sadaransky gives you that. Uh, he's been a coveted guy by a lot of teams that want or are seeking a backup point guard uh, because he, he's played both backup and as a starter, and he's filled in you know, both jobs admirably. You know, he's not going to go out there looking for a shot. He's more of a facilitator in terms of you know, trying to set up opponents, kind of like in the Ricky Rubio mold, but, mold, but a lot less flashy. But he can get you a bucket. You know, he's got nice size, so he can take a player off a rim if he sees a weakness, um, you know, some kind of mismatch, or he'll drop an occasional three. So he's he's just a guy that's going to keep the offense flowing, but he'll also give you a little bit of that competitive fire and experience um, that I think this Pelicans team need, and probably especially amongst the reserves. How about Garrett Temple? Garrett he used just even a couple of years ago, I thought he made sense as a 20 or so minute rotation player, but I'm not sure if he's even capable of that. Now I know he stays in great shape. He's one of those true professionals, but he's getting up there in age to where I think he's honestly brought more on board just to be a veteran presence in that locker room, kind of be an extension of Willie green to be able to reach certain players when he needs to and such basically set by example, a lot of things, right? So I don't think Gary Temple will be in any rotation next year, despite the Pelicans having the, the biggest and best rotation around. But, yeah, Gary Temple, mainly, he's just here for that experience factor, I think. Yeah, 35 years old, uh, been around for a while. But, again, he's a great, great leader. And I guess that's one of the reasons why uh, they wanted him in that move, in that trade and one of the reasons why they gave him uh, uh, a three-year deal to, to the first two years of those guaranteed, $50 million. So it's about a $10 million deal uh, for, for Garrett Temple. If you had to look at the team today, who are your starters? Oh, that's a good one because um, I've been waffling a lot. Of course, we know the, the three through five, right? Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, and Jonas Valanciunas. 
Outside of that, I mean, as of today, Devontae Graham is going to be my fourth guy. He's going to be your starting point. And I, I still tend, even though we haven't seen him, still lean towards Nikhil. Um, he showed a lot as a starter last year. And if it wasn't for his ankle injury, I think he would have really cemented something. Because he was really playing good ball, Eric. And, and he also played well for Team Canada. I can't overlook that. He's been he trending the right way. And he plays on both sides of the ball. So I think anybody that's going to, if Devontae Graham starts, you've got them to have a guy that can both uh, play make a little bit, but really defend well. And I think Nikhil's capable of that. So I'm going to go with those two, two, those two guys as the stars. But, you know, I could see Sadaransky, uh maybe draw, you know, the starting point. And, of course, we could also see Najee, Josh Hart, and maybe even Trey Murphy. Um, and and I've, been th- I've been growing on that or wanting to climb on board that train, Eric, because Trey Murphy has shown so much. I'm wondering if it just makes sense. He's going to be a long-term guy with Brandon and Zion. Why not start him on day one? That would allow you to move Brandon Ingram to the two, something Griffin's talked about often. Um, and of course, Trey has the size six, nine, his best position is the three. So I've been kind of, you know, like I said, gradually picking up steam heading in that direction, Mm but I'm not there yet because right. Trey Murphy coming in as a 21 year old off of just four summer league games, hasn't really proven himself of anything yet. Jackson Hayes was supposed to be in the summer league, obviously with the, uh, with the issues out in Los Angeles with the arrest uh, and, and the hospitalization. He was not there. How much does that hurt him, uh, considering, again, you bring back Willie Hernan Gomez and, of course, Valanciunas is your starter? Well, honestly, long term, especially for the upcoming season, I don't think it hurts one bit. Jonas Valanciunas was going to be penciled in as a starter. Jackson Hayes really turned things around last year. First six weeks, he was awful. Wasn't deserving of minutes on minutes on any team. And then, of course, by the end of the season, he was even showing some dribble drives from the perimeter, an occasional three-point shot. But most importantly, he wasn't lost defensively, and his effort was phenomenal. So I think all that's going to carry over. Um, we haven't heard of anything, you know, any kind of any kind of injuries he sustained with that clash with the police and such. So my expectation is he'll be good to go as the backup center for this team. We've had a chance now to see Willie uh, Green and his staff in, in, in a summer league. Uh, give us your thoughts on, again, how they performed as a coaching staff. I like it. You know, we haven't, I haven't been able to be in the arena to watch closely, right, in Las Vegas. Didn't make the trip this year to summer league. But from what I've been able to gather and people I've talked to, he's hitting all the right tones. Um, both uh, the front office as well as the players are in, over-enjoyed by the way Green has handled the team and his conversation in the practices, in the locker rooms. And we've caught some glimpses in the huddles, right, when the uh, telecasts sometimes uh, get into one of those huddles and uh, we, right. we can listen for about a minute or so. Mm-hmm. And I've liked what I've heard. You know, he's very calm. Everything we've heard about him seems true, right? He's calm, straight to the point, seems to have the guy's attention. So I think that's as though all bodes well. And I really do like that Willie Green brought his entire staff with him to Vegas to where they're already functioning the way they're going to function next year in the regular season. And I'll tell you what, I mean, I know it's just summer league, but being 4-0 and specifically playing, getting the team to play really well in the second half has, 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 has put something, I think, that we should all notice and we should put an asterisk next to. Because if he can get the hold of a lot of guys who won't even be on this team to play that hard, I'm hoping that somehow carries over to the guys that are on this team. They're expected to be leaders and such. So either way, from what we've been able to tell Eric, impressed without a doubt with his coaching staff. I got to tell you, I was looking for the buy-in, right? I was looking at you're going to get the hustle out of guys for the most part. They're playing for their NBA dreams. Where there seemed to be a buy-in, 
uh, from, from from the summer league team, even from again those guys that he's going he's going to be coaching, obviously with with the parent club. Uh, I thought that was uh, that was something that uh, that really stuck out to me uh, throughout the summer league. Yeah, exactly, Eric. And I think the best point of that is Najee Marshall. He's already got a multi-year deal, and we saw him in in a game where they're up 18. And in the final minute of the game, just play hounding defense on OKC's Trey Mann. That image is sticking with me from this summer league because he didn't have to do that. Like I said, he doesn't have to play for a contract. The team had already won the game, but he was still putting forth that effort. So when you see that, boy, that that, that just makes my heart sing when buying has been a problem for the last two years. Yeah, no no doubt about it. Hopefully that they'll get that. Well, look, at this point, uh, at some point you got to put it on the players. If you've gone through Gentry and, and his style, and then you go to Stan Van Gundy and his style, now you're going to, again, another style where, again, you're trying to get an ex-player who can relate to the players, and the players don't buy in this time, maybe you got the wrong players. Yeah, there's nothing else left after that. I mean, I think we were talking about that even this past summer to where I wouldn't have been surprised if the Pelicans decided to break up the Brandon Ingram's encore just for that reason alone. You know, they, they were known to be leaders coming in the last season after Brandon coming off an all-star game. And Zion is that generational talent who impressed during his rookie season, albeit short. And for neither guy just to step forward last year at any point in time and just to end in dysfunction the way that season ended with the coaching staff, specifically Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, that, that, that brings a bad taste to your mouth because these guys are young and they should be hungry. And if that's the biggest lingering um, effect of the Stan Van Gundy era, that's not a good sign. Hopefully it doesn't carry over. And if it does, though, then, yeah, you've got to start really considering on maybe breaking apart this core. But yeah. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. I don't think anybody's thinking that today, especially with the way they've constructed their roster now. But it is on the players, without a doubt. They've now got to lead and put forth the effort on both sides of the floor. And specifically on Zion. Zion's got to start the lead. He's going into his third season now. The great NBA players, by the time they get to their third season, they're leading. We've seen that with the all-time greats. Some of them did it as rookies, even even second-year players. He has not shown any leadership up to this point. He's got to be a vocal a leader on and off the court for this team going forward. Right, and this showed a lot in the post-game comments to the media where he would often, whether it was a you know, breakdown of a disappointing loss. He always towed the company line and stayed upbeat. And I, I didn't really care for that, especially after you know some of those really bad losses, like to New York or the Wizards yep. uh, coming back mm-hmm. to back. That really broke everybody's hearts uh, on the team and in, within the fan base. But yeah, he he got a step forward. I will say though, I saw a lot of progress made, specifically as Zion, as compared to Bi, kind of stayed kind of on the same plateau all season. Zion came in the last season not playing, you know, even ten percent of his putting 10% of his energies in the defense. But by the end of the year, I saw him hustling, moving his feet, doing a lot of things that I hadn't. So that gives me hope that, yeah, it's, it's just a stepping stone, right? He, he, he's getting there eventually. And look, to be a leader, you've got to be a guy that dominates the ball. I mean, that's the way mm-hmm. it's been with LeBron and all these right. other guys. Well, Zion's kind of stuck in, in between, I feel like, a LeBron and Anthony Davis, where he can't really facilitate the offense whole, uh, the whole time he's out there on the court. Um, so that's part of the problem. But he's also more than Anthony Davis, who doesn't need to be spoon-fed, especially during his time mm-hmm. in New Orleans. So it'll be interesting to see if he grabs hold of the mantle entirely, which I'm not honestly expecting, but at least a shared responsibility with Ingram. I think that will probably make for the best bet. He's Ali Gassell, at Ali Gassell on uh, Twitter. And, of course, the Bird Rights is where you got to go for all your Pelicans news. Thanks so much for your time today, my friend. We'll check in with you next week. 
Absolutely. Take care, Eric. Thanks. Alec Gassell, uh, I'm Eric Asher. Uh, we'll be right back. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousse at the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. It's like I blinked, and suddenly all my business shifted to e-commerce. Now my business hours are whenever my customers need me. My customers want everything now and faster than ever. It's a whole different world. Your business is changing. The United States Postal Service is changing with it. We're bringing you fast, reliable shipping nationwide, and we're bringing it right when your customers need it. Let's discover new routes. Visit USPS.com slash new routes. The United States Postal Service. Priority you. It's the Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Save-a-thon, the annual year-long event where you could save big by bundling Home and Auto with Progressive. So big that we're kicking things off with fireworks. A monster truck battle. A fighter jet flyover. And it wouldn't be a party without the Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Save-a-thon dancers. You can't really hear them, but trust us, they are working it. So come for the fun and stay for the savings. Only at Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Save-a-thon. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating in the market for new air conditioning system. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Ask about financing as well. Authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. 
service before and after the sale. Truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. All right, I want to thank Alec Cassell and also Gary Smith for joining us in our first hour. Mike Scarborough will join us in the second hour talking LSU football. My name is Eric Asher. You're listening to 106.1 FM. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
Welcome, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock weekdays, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Remember the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Uh, you can take us with you anywhere uh, with those mobile apps, Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast available on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. Uh, on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week, legendary sportscaster, uh, also um, a journalist, uh, Roe Brown is going to be our guest. Uh, he's uh, being inducted into the Louisiana St- uh, Sports Hall of Fame, uh, and I'm excited to have him back on the program. Thursday, 1 p.m. live broadcast on LAE, also live streaming on the LAE uh, YouTube page. 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday night. 10 p.m. on the Deuce, uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce on Saturday, and then 5 p.m. Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon, always at ericasher.com, always uh, on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and also the WLE TV YouTube page. If you missed the first hour of the program, you missed us talking Tulane with Gary Smith of uh, the Wave Report and Noel.com. Alec Gassell came in and talked about the Pelicans, Ah man, if that's if that's this is it. I mean, this is where where I'm at right now. This is it. This is this is the this is the team. Uh, you know, I mean, I I like some of the pickups, but I mean, where where where's the oomph? Where's the pizzazz? Where's the, you know, uh, where's the where's the big time shooter? I mean, look, I said this before. It's gonna be very difficult for the Pelicans to be able to woo free agents. Now, again, we we know that Chris Paul took less money to be able to stay in Phoenix, um, and 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 of course that's kind of the theme here, right? Um, you know, uh, Kyle Lowry did the same thing, about $5 billion less to stay in, to, to be able to go to, go to Miami. Both teams are in, in a better position to be able to win championships than the New Orleans Pelicans, obviously. Both those guys in the twilight of their career, you can understand why. But I said it a couple weeks ago. You know, again, they're going to have to draft well. They're, they're going to have to be able to um, do, be involved in signing trades uh, or, again, trades to be able to bring players to New Orleans because right now, based on this on, on this franchise, the ineptness of this franchise, uh, unless you overpay for a free agent, they're not coming. And in some cases, if they have an opportunity to go elsewhere, if the money's pretty close, uh, they're going to go elsewhere. Just is what it is. Now, again, I like the fact that Devonta Graham has said that uh, you know he wants to be here in New Orleans. I, I saw an interview with Saturnowski. Uh, he's excited to be in New Orleans as well. William Hernan Gomez and him are very, very tight. Um, you know, we'll see again. Josh Hart is, is one that fell in love with New Orleans uh, immediately when he was traded to New Orleans. Looks like he's coming back unless he's going to be part of a sign and trade deal. Uh, but you got to get players that want to be here. And, uh, and Garrett Temple is one because he's a Louisiana guy. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, but, uh, man, there's not, not a lot of oomph right now. I mean, uh, you know, where's that shooter? I mean, are you going to count on Trey Murphy to be that guy as a rookie? Man, that's, that's asking a lot. It really is. And I, and I meant what I said when, when I was talking to um, to Ali early. You know, it's uh, this is the year, okay? Zion Williamson's got to stand up and be the leader for this team. He's the face of the team, all right? Uh, again, despite them trying to be able to play this off, that him and that Drew Holiday was going to be the face, he's been the face of the team since he was drafted. And it's about time, again, that he steps up and starts taking control of his, of his ball club. Because, again, at least for the next year or so, it's his, it's his team. And hopefully, again, longer. Because, again, uh, we'll see how it plays out with, again, uh, uh, signing uh, uh, his second deal here in New Orleans. Uh, but right now, he's got to take more of a prominent role. And that also means, again, on the court. Uh, not just, again, the ability to be able to, again, rebound and score like he does, which, again, he does at a very, very high clip. But he's got to play some defense. And, 
you know, Ali said that he saw him playing a little bit better defense down, down the stretch last year, and, you know, maybe Ali caught that. I saw a guy that was lazy on defense. I saw a guy that was confused on defense, didn't know how to play team defense, didn't understand rotations, and he's got to get better. He's got to get better. He's got to get a better outside shot. Okay, so let's hope he's working on his game, and he's going to do what he needs to do in the offseason to deliver for this franchise. You know, other than, again, the, the, the messages that we're hearing from social media about, again, him, him not being happy here, you know, wanting to get into a bigger market, you know, uh, you know, play for the team that's paying you right now and worry about that stuff later. So we'll see how that kind of plays out uh, with the Pelicans. But, um, man, this is just – if you're a, a Pelican fan and you are waiting for, again, that big splash, only thing you really saw was them was, again, uh, making up for the mistakes that David Griffin made over the last two years. And that's it. Trying to be able to, to erase those mistakes with, again, future draft picks that were supposed to be utilized to be able to bring in a superstar-type player or to be able to get you over the top with veterans. No, those, those picks now have been used to, again, exercise the mistakes that Griffin has made over the first couple years. Uh, so we'll see how it plays out. Um, this has got to be a playoff year for this team. And I'm looking at this team right now, the way it stands. Uh, you know, it's, I think it's going to be hard-pressed to make the playoffs. Uh, but we shall see. Hopefully they can add another another player or two, and that's going to help uh, uh, when it comes to that. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Village Florist. Man, I tell you what, this is a deal of all deals of all deals, okay? They are celebrating their 52nd year in business. To celebrate the occasion during the month of August, we're halfway through now, uh, Village is offering a cash and carry rose special. Get a dozen of Villiers high-quality roses for $9.99. Folks, $9.99 a dozen, that's store-bought roses prices. Again, you're talking about the high quality of, of a Villiers rose that, again, will, will stay fresh for you for maybe one, two weeks, depending on how you take care of it. Come on, man. It, it's, it's not even close when you talk about store-bought roses as opposed to what Villiers has uh, in, in their case. Also, giant Louisiana sunflowers are three for five dollars and twenty cents. Uh, beautiful Louisiana sunflowers. You can't beat this price. Three for five dollars and twenty cents. Come celebrate Villery Flores' fifty-second anniversary uh, with uh, locations on the South Shore and North Shore. And of course, you can check them out at VillersFlores.com. Again, nine dollars ninety-nine cents cash and carry roses. Three for five twenty giant Louisiana sunflowers. Uh, it's Villery Flores, South Shore and North Shore at VillersFlores.com. We'll be right back with. Um, uh, Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. We'll talk, talk some Tigers with him, and then we'll open up the phone lines on the back end of the program. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect has innovative tools. This week, get 40% back in Staples Store bonus when you spend $85 on ink or $200 on toner. In-store only. Offer ends 821 limit 4. Visit staplesconnect.com slash store bonus for details. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City connection from Stump Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Also be mindful of delays that are steady westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Also be mindful of delays that are steady if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Also be mindful of an accident on 10 westbound at St. Bernard that's blocking the left lane. And your delays are heavy on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal. And then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Clearview 
to veterans. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. 10 eastbound, your delays are solid from just past the, from excuse me, from Williams to Power. And then delays pick back up from, Elysian, from just past the Elysian Fields to the high rise. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Handle. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You gotta get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you gotta admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti and the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Whether it's offering curbside or next-day delivery, for online orders on over 160,000 parts or getting involved in their local communities, when it comes to serving you, Napa's Motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 p.m. Jude Young of All Access will pick it up at uh, 6 p.m., taking you all the way to 7 o'clock with our talk block. Joining us on the program now is uh, Mike Scarborough of TigerBeat.com. Mike, how are you, bud? Doing good. Uh, although uh, we've now had four practices where I was uh, two-thirds of the way there, and we get a text alert saying that uh, due to rain and, and weather in the air, indoors, so no media access. So huh. uh, that happened again this afternoon. Uh Turned around and went back to the office. Yep, a little bit frustrating. I can understand that. 
Mike, uh, what are you hearing so far? Again, I know media has a limited amount of access, but there was a scrimmage over the weekend for the audience. Paint a picture for me. Yeah, uh, I think everything that we're getting, that uh, the defense uh, r- pretty much ruled the day in, in the scrimmage, which I don't know that there's many uh, first scrimmages where the defense doesn't have an upper hand uh, in, a, in, a scrim- in the first scrimmage. So, um some folks have some concerns out there, and rightfully so. Uh, Chase and Hines is uh, nicked up. Uh, Garrett Dellinger, the freshman offensive lineman who's been there since the spring, uh, you know, haven't got his injury nailed down, but it, it, it sounds like it's not something that's simple. So, um, But hearing good things about the running backs, particularly the, the two freshmen, uh, strong things about the receivers uh, with Brian Thomas from Walker, uh, probably leading the way of the, of the new newcomers. And um, that's it. I think probably in the next couple of weeks, you just want to uh, hear that uh, there isn't as many uh, Bobos and, and uh, you, you've got, you, you've got everybody back. Yeah. Uh, so I had read where Dellinger had a, some type of a shoulder injury. Can you confirm that? Or are you just not sure? Yeah, I've heard another different thing, but no, nothing confirmed. Nothing confirmed on that. How was he? How was he performing so far? Um, I've heard good things, but you know he was going to be a guy that you 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 would expect to see some this season mm-hmm. and get and get some time. So, you know, I if it's what if if it's one of the injuries, I think it is. It might be ten to twelve weeks. So we'll wow. see. <laughs> Wow, and, and of course, Chase and Hines was a guy. Obviously, was being counted on. Uh, how severity of, uh, of an injury with yeah, his Yeah, I, I don't think that one's. I don't think that one's severe. Glenn Logan was think, said to have I a think, broken uh, bone in his foot. Can you confirm that? Who? Glenn Logan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I saw uh, Logan in June at camp, and he was, you know, had his uh, leg on one of those, uh, you know, dollies uh, wheeling yes, around football yes. camp. Mm-hmm. But he, 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 at the time, he thought he'd be 100% by August. Gotcha. Now, from what I understand, Ty Davis-Price was back at, 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 at practice and also Eli Ricks, right? So they at least got a couple players back. Yes. Uh, they, were, they were all there yesterday. We heard really good things about the defensive line in, in, the, um, uh, in, the, in the, the scrimmage. Uh, just your thoughts overall on how they performed thus far in camp. Well, that's what we expected. Um, I mean, on paper and what we saw last year and then what was coming in, what we saw in the spring, uh, the addition of, of Mason Smith um, and all those upperclassmen that decided to come back, uh, taking the free year, um, that this was indeed Ed Orgeron's best defensive line since he's been at LSU. And, um, and, and, I, and, I, and I think that's holding true. And um, – They've just got a whole lot of depth. They've got guys that, um, I mean, uh, Jacoby and Guillory from Alexandria was a kid that um, was highly decorated. Of course, uh, had a high ankle sprain last year, COVID. And, uh, I mean, he's a guy that uh, you can, you're going to probably see start getting rotated in. I'm hearing Savion Jones from St. James is going to play a lot uh, behind Ali Gay. Um, so then you got Andre Anthony on one end, then you got all the guys inside, Aurora's uh, runs always singling out Joe Evans. So then you got Jaquel and Roy, uh, Guillory, Mason Smith, um, Neil Farrell. I mean, it, 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 it's he's got something to work with there. B. Joe Jalowry, um, 
I, I, I think this defensive front is going to be hard for any team to deal with. Talk about the second level, the, the, the linebacker position. You and I have talked about Strong and Mike Jones coming in as transfers. Uh, but, uh, again, uh, some of the returners, uh, as well as maybe some of the newcomers, how that second level is looking at linebacker. Yeah, uh, when we go to practice, those linebackers always seem to park themselves uh, right there by, in front of the tower where – and on the other side of defensive backs, and, there's, and, and they always have, they're always huddled around each other doing work, and they're very hard to watch at practice, even with a zoom lens. So just going by what, what they say, and, and Coach Baker, it's, um, I, th- I think they've got the bodies there. Um, you know, of course, Damone Clark, Baskerville, uh, you mentioned Bug Strong, and, and, and um, uh, Mike Jones, and so I uh, – I, I, I like where, where they're going to be, you know, particularly since most of the time LSU only plays with two linebackers on the field. Sure. Now, last year, again, safety was an issue for this team. They moved Jay Ward to the safety position. Uh, but if you could critique the safety position for us on, based on what you've uh, heard or seen. Yeah, I, I, I think between Major Burns and, and uh, Jay Ward, and then you'll have John Harris, um, then you've got the freshman, uh, Sage Ryan. Um, I, I, I like that spot. I, when I look at the defense, I, I just don't see where LSU is going to have, have, have problems. Um, uh, I don't see a weak link at all on the defense. Okay. We, we know they're going to be, we know they're going to be very, very good at cornerback. I mean, that, that, that's yeah. a given, but what about Radarius Jones? Yeah. I mean, look at the spring he had. Um, mm-hmm. and going out to practice, uh, of course he's getting, um, a, a lot of reps and he's very athletic. Um, I, I think he's a kid that, uh, you're going to see a good bit. Hearing some really good things about Garrett Nussmeyer, uh, him stepping into that backup role. What are you hearing? Yeah. Um, although, uh, when, when you ever get those stats that, that, that like we're giving out, uh, after the scrimmage on Saturday, yes. Um, you know, really, really look at those with a smirk on your face. Uh, I, I, those things are not uh, accurate, <laughs> from, from what I understand. Sure, um, I mean, I, and I can so understand it, that. Yeah, and and that, and that that's something that uh, Les Miles used to do as well. That's that's nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we caught Les Miles uh, using the same stats uh, one spring that he used the previous <laughs> spring. <laughs> you know, they were identical. Um, right. So, but uh, I think Nuss Myers is going to be darn good, but you certainly would prefer to have Miles Brennan healthy. Sure. How much do you think he's going to get? How much time do you think he's going to get, uh, if at all, against UCLA? I mean, we know the next two games he's getting time based on, on the opponent, but against UCLA. Well, if he plays against UCLA, it's uh, and, and saying that Max is healthy when he gets pulled, uh, that means that LSU is more than taking care of business and, and covered yes, uh, the, the, the four-point spread or whatever it is now. And what's the over/under? Seventy. Uh, I don't know which way to go on that one. Um, but yeah, it, it's um, uh, that would be something else if uh, if, you, if we were able to see him in the first game because mm-hmm. uh, that that means that LSU got has gotten off to a fast start. And I don't know, man. I. I just the stuff that I keep seeing at practice, I, I get that feeling that the offense is going to have a fast start. Yeah. Um, where, where it's not going to be a feeling out period. And 
Um, it could be very similar to the way uh, LSU and Joe Burrow came out in game one in 2019. Based on what we saw last year from Max Johnson on the field, what we're hearing now again, the way he's, he's going about his business in the offseason and now during, uh, during again, uh, a fall practice, seems to be mature beyond his years. He is, and, um, you know, I, that has a lot to do with uh, parenting and, and his dad being a Super Bowl quarterback and uh, younger brothers, uh, number one tight end in the country for next year. Uh, already committed LSU, just a football family that eat, uh, sleep, and breathe it. And, and um, yeah, I, I, I've never seen uh, uh, much immaturity uh, from him in the way he handles things. And I think that's why even before Miles got hurt, that um, I, it, it was obvious who the number one quarterback was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the extra work that he was putting in. Um, and and going above and beyond. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com is our guest. Mike, uh, you spoke about tight end for a moment because you were talking about uh, 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 Max's brother coming in next year. Cole Taylor got, got some playing time last year. They brought Nick Stortz over, what, from the baseball team. Devontae Lee was a former wide receiver slash defensive back. Now he's a tight end. Uh, Moffitt, I believe, is the son of the uh, – of the, um, uh, the strength and conditioning coach. We hear, we're hearing things about Jack Besh moving to that tight end position. Uh, is that a position that he is going to formally play during the season? Is that going to be something where he'll go back and forth between tight end and wide receiver? What are you hearing? Yeah, I, when we go to uh, practice, he's working out strictly with the tight end. And how do they use him? What's the down and distance? Um, do they do anything different with him? Uh, when Cole Taylor's in the game, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be real curious to see in what ways they utilize him, um, you know, versus or, or when, when Cole Taylor's not in the game, how right. is he in the game? Um, then you've got the, the walk-on Mashburn that is one to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, but Cole Taylor's uh, well over 250 now, 255. Right. And, um, so, and I know uh, this well, morning. Well, Besh is around uh, 215, 220? What's that? Besh is around 215, 220? Uh, I think Besh is probably somewhere between 210 and 215. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. More of a receiving tight end then, right? Yeah. It, it, look, when you, when you look at Jack Besh, you, you would say, no way that guy's a tight end. That's why yeah. I'm. That's why I'm asking. And, and, yeah, because last year it was, you know, talk of getting him uh, to put on weight and get him to 230, and I was like, no way. There's no way. It's just he doesn't have the body for that. It it it, it would uh, take away uh, a lot of his effectiveness, and, and um, I, I think he's already – just physically, I think he's maxed out at 215. I, I don't know that I'd want him to get to 220. Um, unless maybe his calves get bigger. Um, but as far as upper body, chest, mm-hmm. shoulders, uh, legs, uh, you, know, I, I, you know, all of a sudden he's going you, to start turning in a very productive wide receiver into somebody that looks like a fullback. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, you don't want to use that, lose that athleticism as well. Hearing no, really good and things I, about and the I think young. Part of that, 
I think part of that discussion is, is, is definitely the effect of, of it being locked down in COVID last year mm-hmm. and the coaches not being able to have him walk in the hallways in the football building and street clothes to really get a look at his frame and to know what he, what, what he can carry. Gotcha. Uh, once he got, once he was there at midterm, uh, or, or, or uh, once he got there at, um, you know, this uh, summer, uh, mm-hmm. it was, uh, it, you know, it was obvious. Yeah. Really hearing good things about the young wide receiving core. Why don't you talk a little bit about those young players that maybe uh, Tiger fans are not familiar with yet? Yeah, I, I think, you know, Brian Thomas obviously was the guy watching him at Walker, although they didn't really have a quarterback that could get in the ball last year. Of course, he played basketball for multiple years, and we were, you know, saying about this time last year, what, what the difference is, is it going to be for, for Thomas when he's solely concentrating on football mm-hmm. uh, and, and not uh, spending most of his summer, you know, on the, 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 the AAU basketball circuit. Um, but then Walker and then COVID and Walker uh, didn't have a, a surrounding cast around him. But physically, it was obvious of the guys that were going to be a part of the class besides Besh, he it was the most gifted. And then you have Chris Hilton, who's obviously the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, your long jump, high jump, uh, you know, uh, kid who can run, uh, you know, 100-meter guy, um, very athletic, uh, big numbers at Zachary, um, but a little light. Um, and I got to see uh, Deion Smith when he was at Jackson Prep, when they came down to uh, play Oak Forest in a meet uh, in that Mississippi uh, independent uh, league football. And uh, I, I really liked him a lot. In fact, I like his little brother, who's also on that team. Uh, I'm going to be curious to see what happens to him in recruiting. He's got a little right. brother that was probably caught more balls in that game than he did. But um, I, I think Thomas is the guy that's probably the, the most ready, but – um, I think they've all got some talent. So when you add those to Kayshawn Butte, right. uh, you know, Jenkins, and, and, mm-hmm. and we're hearing, you know, maybe the, this is when uh, Trey Palmer's going to uh, t- turn the light, uh, lights on and John Trey Kirkland. Um, he, they've just got a lot of bodies there. So while I don't think there's a weak link on defense, um, I think on offense, the, 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 still the question mark is offensive line. Right. You know, you lose Rosenthal in the off season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Dellinger's a little is, is uh, we don't know what uh, his situation is as a as a number two guy that might have played. Uh, they, I believe, when he says Hines will be back soon, you just can't afford any injuries there. And then tied in. Although this morning, uh, Austin Deckless said that uh, Cole Taylor is going to shock a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. That um, he, he's going to be one of the best tight ends in the country. So we'll see. Yeah, look, you and I have discussed it in the past. It's really going to come down to this offensive line. If they can play well, uh, the Tigers have an opportunity to, to really have a really good season. If, if they are in a situation where you got to keep a tight end in, where you've got to be able to try to manufacture uh, a scheme uh, to, be able to, to be able to keep Mac Johnson clean, then they're going to have some issues this year. Yeah, and, um, and look, uh, I, I – I, 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 what I like about LSU's offensive line is the age of these guys. Um, not a whole lot of them are going to be NFL guys, but I like the fact that they're an older, mature bunch because they all mm-hmm. opted to come back for another year. Yes. Um, so, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that um, 
you know, LSU's going to have uh, uh, two or three guys on the All-SEC first and second team uh, in December. Right. Mike, I read something yesterday where, again, uh, that the, uh, what is it, the Office of uh, Independent Accountability Review uh, is continuing to ask for more time to be able to investigate LSU on both basketball and football. At this point, it seems it's getting a little bit to be unfair. When you can't come up with something at this point, uh, they, they pushed it back. It was supposed to be July the 3rd, then it was the 31st. They still haven't finished it, finished their investigation as of this date. LSU has 60 days in, in order to be able to, I guess, appeal anything that goes down on this. But um, talk a bit about that because, you know, look, it, it really hasn't hurt uh, in recruiting in terms of basketball yet. Uh, we'll see what's going to happen on the, on the football side where it doesn't look like it's hurt. But, well, again, I think everybody's anticipating what type of sanctions it will be. And then, then you turn around and you look at what happened with Baylor within the last week or so with the sexual assault situation, and, and pretty much, again, nothing really happening there. Well, well talk a bit about these investigations. Yeah, I, I, the, 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 that uh, uh, article in The Advocate, well, let's say it was 12 paragraphs long. Uh, in about paragraph 8 or 9, uh, there was a sentence that said that that, 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 uh, that committee has never, ever sanctioned anybody. So, uh, and then some of this stuff, now that you've got NIL going on and you've got head coaches running around bragging that one of their players has got close to a million dollars in NIL money, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, uh, isn't this, isn't this whole thing moot now? I would think it would be right. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be like. Uh, if, if you got caught with a, with a, with a marijuana joint in your uh, ashtray in Colorado, mm-hmm. and then the following week they uh, pass recreational use of marijuana, right? Right. And then your court date is your court date is a month later. What's the judge going to do? Same can you be still, said with still... carrying finding a marijuana joint in your ashtray in the city of New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so no, I'm I'm I, with I, you. I, but again, it's a cloud that's over the that's over the university right. and the so programs that say, has to be blown if away. Say, if you want to say what are the sanctions that uh, LSU is going to get, I think they've gotten the sanctions already. There's two or self-imposed. Three kids, there's two or three kids in in LSU's classes uh, that uh, could have been a part of Will Wade's signing classes the last two years that uh, he lost out on. Uh, thanks to uh, perfectly timed Dick Vitale tweets. Yes, makes sense. With the with the with the aid of a, of a mm. Judas in Baton Rouge feeding him info. Yes, yes. Um, what about the ex- possible expansion of the SEC to include Clemson and FSU? Have you heard anything more about that? Well, say that one more time. The expansion of the F- the SEC to possibly include yeah. Clemson and Florida State. Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything on that. I, um, I, I think that the SEC stays put right now, and um, I think Clemson, it, 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 with the catbird seat they're in right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, Dabo Sweeney probably uh, feels like Bobby Bowden did in 1990 when there was talk of Florida State coming into the SEC, yes. you know, why would he want to do that? It would be right? interesting because, again, there also was a report that, what, the, um, 
Uh, the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12s were trying to form this uh, this f- scheduling alliance so they can compete with, again, a, an expanded SEC that includes now Texas and Oklahoma. Well, I mean, I, look, if, you, if you've got a uh, Michigan-Clemson tilt and an Ohio State-Clemson tilt in September, October, uh, that's going to that's gonna draw some eyeballs. That's ratings. Um, yep, that's ratings. But um, – <laughs> It's sure there ain't there ain't, a, there ain't a whole lot of uh, I mean other than Vanderbilt and Missouri maybe Kentucky which Kentucky's mm-hmm. a dangerous game on LSU schedule sure. there, there ain't gonna be many bad games in, in mm-hmm. the SEC any given week. Yep, that's for sure. Hey Mike, anything I didn't ask today that maybe you want to tell the audience about uh, with, with the Tigers in in, um, in fall practice? Well, I, I think. This scrimmage coming up is usually one of the most uh, hard-hitting and, and usually one of the ones that uh, starts to separate things and, and um, then they start getting into the mode of really getting locked in and prepared for the season. So uh, I'm going to be curious to see on Saturday uh, afternoon or evening when we get uh, Ed Orgeron and, and what tidbits we end up getting out of it. But this Usually the second scrimmage is, is, is the one that they really get after it the most, and, and guys are, are, are jockeying for a position. So uh, this, this Saturday is a big one. Yep. Mike, always appreciate the time. Tell the folks about your great website. If you're a Tiger fan, you've got to be involved with TigerBait.com. And, of course, how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, TigerBait.com. Go subscribe. Choose the annual package. When you choose that one, you, you save three months versus the monthly. You basically get three months free when you do that. On Twitter, I'm at Scarborough Mike. And uh, go to our YouTube channel, uh, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait. We're loading uh, free videos up there every day. Our instant analysis practice reports uh, when we don't get locked out due to uh, weather. Um, we'll, we'll have that uh, tomorrow. And we've got our, uh, our 8 o'clock show tomorrow night, which is getting real big and popular uh, on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook page, TigerBait.com. Beautiful. Mike, thanks for the time today. Always appreciate it, bud. All right, thanks. Talk soon. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. All right, folks, uh, don't forget about uh, my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, I want you to think about Burkhardt. Uh, Burkhardt, uh, again, are the experts when it comes to generator sales and service. Uh, First of all, they'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for for a generator. Then again, you'll come to an agreement, and they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Generator sales are hot right now. Everybody's looking for a generator. And if you own a home or a business, it's almost a prerequisite, right? I mean, we can't count on the electricity staying on. Uh, so, again, you got to have a generator to keep things rolling for yourself. Uh, how about that new install quality check after one month? It's something that Burkhardt does for each and every one of their customers, okay? Um, doesn't matter, again, what, what, what they're installing. They're coming out. They're making sure, again, that you feel comfortable with the system that's been installed. You know how to operate that. At Burkhardt also, uh, they offer financing for generators. You can pay that over time. A 24-7, uh, 365 emergency phone service for uh, They're answering the phone when you need help. Uh, their warehouse is full of all the parts you need for your generators. There's no, uh, again, excuses of having to go to the supply house to get the part because then I'll, we'll be back tomorrow or the next day. They're going to get you up and running. They have the parts available. When it comes to sales and service of generators, think Burkhardt. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They are the experts. That's generator sales and service from Burkhardt. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Aberfield. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Villaries Florist is celebrating 52 years in business. To celebrate the occasion in the month of August, Villaries is offering a cash and carry rose special. Get a dozen of Villaries high quality roses for $9.99 a dozen. That's $9.99 a dozen. Also, giant Louisiana sunflowers are three for $5.20. That's three for $5.20 for beautiful Louisiana sunflowers. Come celebrate Villaries Florist's 52nd anniversary. That's Villaries Florist with locations on the South Shore, North Shore, and VillariesFlorist.com. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Marcus by Goldman Sachs offers personal loans with no fees, ever. Banks offer coffee. So what's more important, a Marcus by Goldman Sachs loan with no fees that could help consolidate debt or bank coffee that tastes like bank coffee? You can money. Visit Marcus.com to learn more about saving, borrowing, and investing from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Investing involves risk and investments may lose value. Brokerage and investment advisory services by Goldman Sachs and Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Lending and deposits products provided by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What do millions of Views Alto consumers know? Well, they know that all Views Alto liquids are blended in the USA with pods sold in tamper-evident packaging, and that Views Vapor products are available at reputable retailers. And now, you do too. Get to know Views Alto at views.com and get it in store. Views, charge beyond. Underage sale prohibited. Website restricted to age 21 and over tobacco consumers. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you to six each and every weekday, four to six, right here at 106.1 FM. Uh, according to Mike Tripp at Saints had uh, uh, tryout day, usually happens on a Tuesday. Uh, they brought in several wide receivers, Benny Fowler, who was formerly with the team, Devin Smith, former LSU Tiger Malachi Dupuis of uh, the West Bank, if I'm not mistaken. Also, Kevin White, former number one pick, uh, a former number one first-round draft choice, pardon me, that number one pick. Uh, Caleb uh, Benicock, uh, the, uh, an offensive tackle, along with Jordan Mills. Uh, now, Traquan Smith, as I mentioned as we opened up the program today, was back at practice, but they did sign Kevin White today. Now, look, the dude hasn't done much in his NFL career. We'll see how that plays out. Maybe, again, it's camp fodder. Maybe it's not. No word on, again, who's going to be the kicker uh, because, remember, uh, probably at least six weeks um, that, uh, that uh, Lutz is going to be out. So, no, no, and I talked yesterday about, uh, uh, what is it, Viteris, the, uh, the kicker from uh, Baltimore. Uh, who really looked good the other night. And, of course, he's not beating out um, uh, Tucker over at uh, Baltimore. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, I'd mentioned earlier that the Pelicans take on Minnesota tonight in their final summer league game. Uh, they didn't have enough points to be able to get into the finals. They had to beat um, uh, the Golden State Warriors by 11 points. They couldn't do that. They beat them by two in overtime. That sent Sacramento into the championship game against Boston. Uh, but both uh, Minnesota and New Orleans are undefeated, as are uh, Boston and, and Sacramento. So, again, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see how that kind of plays out uh, and see how these guys kind of play out the string here uh, with nothing on the line. I mentioned in the first hour about uh, Jamal Adams, former LSU Tiger, uh, has signed a four-year, $70 million deal, uh, the highest-paid deal for a safety in the history of the NFL. $38 million of that is guaranteed. His annual salary is going to be about $17.5 million. Uh, and this just doesn't bode well for the Saints or maybe keeping um, uh, a Marcus Williams. Uh, man, Eric Burrell really played well the other night. Now, look, it's, it's, it's um, preseason, and he was playing against a lot of plumbers and, uh, and carpenters. That's what their new jobs will be uh, because they won't be in the NFL. Okay, but I really like the way the kid played the other night. And one of the things I liked was about his physicality. You know, I like a physical safety. Um, um, you know, Marcus Williams has not really been a physical safety here in New Orleans. He's more of a range guy, can, can, uh, can go from sideline to sideline for you. He's gotten better, okay, since the Minnesota miracle. I would not spend my money paying him, again, one of the top safeties in the NFL's uh, uh, salary. But, again, the Saints really like this guy. He's getting better every year. I will give him that. Uh, but this really ups the ante now when you start talking about $70 million over four years for Jamal Adams on what he will be asking for. Because remember, he turned down a deal that would have been him, uh, paid among, amongst the uh, highest paid safeties in the NFL. So we'll see how that kind of plays out going forward. I did mention this in the first hour for those that are just tuning in in the 5 o'clock hour. Those that are traveling to Los Angeles for the LSU-UCLA game, uh, the, the county of Los Angeles has announced that uh, all uh, big events with over 10,000 people outside will still will have a mask mandate. So you will have to ma- have to mask up uh, for, for that game uh, in um, in Pasadena. Now something they could change now over what the next was it 22 or so days before the game. But we'll, again, that is the way it is right now. And I talked about a li- this a little bit in the first hour. Uh, the mayor of New Orleans. Uh, it was announced today that the city will immediately shut down businesses next week when, again, they have to comply uh, with the vaccine negative test mandate. Remember, they're supposed to be carding, and again, I use that word with quotes, uh, individuals that, re- that go into their businesses, and it's pretty much every business in, in, in the city, 
uh, uh, including gyms, strip clubs, uh, concerts uh, at the Dome uh, when, when the, when the uh, Saints play on Monday um, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and, of course, restaurants and bars. Uh, they, they have the, uh, uh, the ability that to be able to shut down the business immediately. Okay, they, they can also uh, face fines. Uh, now, they're also offering businesses uh, help with staffing. Uh, the city is saying that if businesses cannot staff up because of the mandate, uh, they can contact the city's Office of Workforce Development, and they will find some workers for them, and then the city's going to cover the wages of those workers for the first six months of their employment. So that's, again, if you're a business out there and you're having to deal with, man, I don't have enough employees now to be able to deal with this mandate, uh, contact the city's workforce, um, city of workforce de- the development, uh, and, and, again, find out about this program that may allow you to be able to have uh, an employee that's paid by the city for the first six months uh, of their employment. So we'll see how that plays out uh, going forward. Uh, again, a lot of this is going to be through 311, where, where people are reporting the businesses, and they said they're going to do spot checks as well. Uh, so we'll see how that's going to happen, if there's going to be what it's going to be in terms of compliance. Uh, but that's good news for a business that's struggling uh, to be able to pay some employees and now have something else on their plate because now they have to card uh, uh, individuals that go into their uh, business to make sure they've either been vaccinated or they have a negative test within the last 72 hours. Uh, so we'll see how that kind of plays out. Also, I did want to mention about the Saints. Look, first of all, I said this last week. If you're looking for your paper tickets to come into the mail, keep looking. They're not coming. Okay, everything is digital now. So, again, you're, you're gonna, you've gotten an email or it's on your phone. You have to go to the Saints uh, website to look to your account, and all your tickets are on that account. Uh, they'll either be on your phone or, again, on, 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 uh, on your computer. You have to transfer that to your phone because you have to show your phone along uh, uh, to, to the uh, ticket taker to be able to scan when you get into the dome. So it'll be, a two, uh, it'll be two phases. You've got to show the ticket to get into the dome, and then you have to switch over and show that Louisiana wallet to be able to prove that you're vaccinated. So expect some, again, longer lines uh, for the Saints games. But they have said today that they are not offering any refunds or any opt-outs for any person that's not vaccinated and wants, their, wants to turn in their season tickets. Uh, so, again, if, you, if you're in that situation and you, and you plan on not going to the game or not having a test, uh, again, uh, this year you have no ability to be able to opt out or to be able to get a refund. Uh, so that means you probably have to sell your tickets on the open market. So it'll be interesting to see, again, how that plays out uh, with the Saints. But remember, it's going to be kind of a two-fold process now. You'll walk up. You've got to show your ticket on your phone. They'll scan the ticket, and then they have to go to Louisiana Wallet. Or, again, if you have your card, it's a little bit different uh, to be able to, again, make sure that, that you're vaccinated. Or, again, you have a test uh, that, is, that has been shown negative within the last 72 hours. All right, so... Got you up to date on, on what's happening. We're going to take a quick break. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, come back. We'll close out the program. I want you to remember uh, that Jude Young of All Access will be uh, following me from 6 to 7 right here on 106.1 FM. And uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If your A.C. breaks down, uh, it doesn't matter. So we got some really hot temperatures coming over the weekend. Uh, so uh, remember Burkhardt. Easy to remember. Got your smartphone with you. ACpromise.com, ACpromise.com. 15 trucks in the field, strategically set up all over the metropolitan area with Nate certified technicians at the ready. Uh, doing only the work that's necessary, never gouge you, never cheat you. And, of course, uh, uh, when it doesn't matter what brand you have at your home or your business. They are authorized to service all brands. So if your AC breaks down, don't take one, you know, the air conditioner company and says, I will get there maybe a Monday or Tuesday. No, they'll be out there. Uh, they answer the phone 24-7, 365. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. 
I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our our customers. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Everyone here knows Diamonds Direct is the place to go for the best diamonds at the best prices. But did you know that savvy buyers from all over America, even Los Angeles and New York, now come here to buy their diamonds? These high-end shoppers have discovered that Diamonds Direct has one of America's best selections of large, rare diamonds, from 3 carats to 20 carats, all certified by the GIA, the most reputable and most trusted gem lab in the world. Because of Diamonds Direct's international connections and tremendous buying power, we're one of only a handful of jewelry stores in America that is able to offer a large selection of rare and precious GIA diamonds. In fact, Diamonds Direct's multi-million dollar selection includes a stunning array of high-end Riviera necklaces, 20-carat tennis bracelets, and an extraordinary extraordinary collection of rare, precious gemstones, rubies, sapphires, emeralds, and even the really hard-to-find fancy yellow diamonds. Come see why Diamonds Direct right here is the destination for high-end shoppers all over America. Extraordinary selection, quality, and unmatched value. And a short drive for you. Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. All right, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. That's it for me. Jude Young's coming up next with All Access. Keep it right here on uh, 106.1 FM. Uh, I want to thank uh, our guest, Gary Smith, Ali Gassell, and Mike Scarborough. Also, Rudy back at studio producing the program. 
I want to thank all the great sponsors that sponsor our program. Can't thank them enough. Again, uh, some of those sponsors have been with us, all, again, the last, what, 19 years, going on 20. Appreciate each and every one of those sponsors. Please continue those sponsors. You can find those sponsors on our website, ericasher.com. Just click on the icon. Uh, that sponsor on our slideshow. Take you right to their website. Everything you need to know about those sponsors right there. Also, um, as always, uh, want to remind everybody the podcast will be up about 20, 25 minutes after the program. So if you missed any of today's show, you can go back and check that out. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate it. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. <laughs>